Headline, Arizona teachers attend LGBTQ plus training that distributed lesson plans about race and gender for kindergartners. We'll get to that story in a moment, but before we get started, please subscribe to my channel, share the video, and smash the rumble button. This from the Daily Caller. Arizona State Board for Charter School promoted an LGBTQ training for faculty, which encouraged educators to incorporate LGBTQ inclusive curriculum beginning in kindergarten, according to an email reviewed by the Daily Caller. GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, pronounced GLSEN, is a New York-based education organization that works to create, quote, safe and LGBTQ-inclusive K-12 schools nationwide. The organization hosted a training for educators in September in part to promote its Rainbow Library Project, which distributes literature on LGBTQ plus ideology. The presentation told educators how to incorporate LGBTQ plus ideology and rainbow libraries in the classroom, according to a PowerPoint obtained by the Daily Caller. The training, which is presented by an activist named Michael Rady, said that the incorporation of LGBTQ plus ideology would provide a, quote, stepping stone for more, quote, inclusive curriculum at the district and state levels. One of the slides included elementary school lessons, including one lesson for kindergarten to second grade students titled, quote, I am me, talking about identity. One lesson for third to fifth graders is entitled The Identity Flower and asked students to describe. So this is the identity flower on the screen here. And uh, notice this little flower. It's got the little me in the middle. Right, that's me. And what makes up my identity is my family, my gender, my race and culture, my abilities, my spirituality, my school, and my neighborhood. This is being taught to eight-year-olds. Think about that. Eight-year-olds, they're cramming down eight-year-olds' throats and infecting their minds with gender. An eight-year-old. I have a grandson who is seven years old. He doesn't need to be uh, have this gender crap jammed down his throat. Absolutely not. And wait till you find out how they do this type of stuff and how they keep it under wraps so parents don't even know about it. Also, should we be teaching eight-year-olds about race? And what type of race information are you teaching these eight-year-olds? Well, we all know about uh, critical race theory and how it teaches that white people are just inherently racists and people of color are just inherently, you know, the underdogs. Is that what we really want to be teaching eight-year-olds? And how about these I am me talking about identity to five-year-olds? Why should we permit this type of stuff? Why are parents allowing this to happen? Well, the good news is this show and shows like mine are trying to get information out so the parents know exactly what's going on. But yeah, that's it. That's the identity flower. This information, again, is being taught to eight-year-old kids. Let's move on. 
the presentation also encouraged educators to identify and, quote, overcome challenges and barriers, quote, to including LGBTQ content in the classroom. Well, that's that's against Arizona state law. You're not allowed to do it. And uh, there are opt-in laws as well, which means that if they're going to be teaching certain information to students, they need to send a permission slip home and the parent needs to opt their student into this stuff. So there may be uh, serious state law violations that are happening. And, and uh, it's probably a very good chance that that's the case. Uh, the article says the same PowerPoint also called for, quote, centering racial justice, gender justice, and disability justice in schools and taught educators about the use of neo-pronouns. Let me ask you, parents, do you want your eight-year-old learning about neo-pronouns? What are neo-pronouns, you ask? Great question. It's a third-person personal pronoun used by non-binary people. Examples include EY, whatever that is, I, E-M, or E-I-R, and also X-E, X-E-M, and X-Y-R-S. This is pure fabricated nonsense. We know it. Other resources provided to Arizona teachers included a, quote, safe space kit for schools and uh, an updated holiday calendar. Now, listen to this. These are the holidays that have been updated in your schools. Celebrate Bisexual Day. How about that? That's everything an eight-year-old needs to do. Celebrate Bisexual Day. International Pronouns Day. Again, X-E-X-E-M-X-Y-R-S-E-Y-E-M-E-I-R. None of it makes any sense. It's fabricated BS. But nonetheless, they have celebrate uh, International Pronouns Day. Uh, We also have Asexual Awareness Week, Intersex Awareness Day. Oh, and my favorite, Lesbian Visibility Day. Mm. Sounds like a lot of fun. What kind of cake or cupcake, uh, cupcakes do you bring in for Lesbian Visibility Day, I wonder? Uh, Glisten's Phoenix Back to School Virtual Summit also encouraged uh, physical education teachers to get children to sign a pledge to be inclusive of transgendered students in sports. Lisa Fink, a mother uh, and founder of Protect Arizona Children Coalition, told the Daily Caller that the uh, that only promoting LGBTQ plus programming appears to promote a certain ideology and uh, culture over another. Do you think? You know, I wonder how these folks would feel if we were sneaking in Christian ideology and building Christian libraries inside the schools. Hmm. I don't think that would go over too well, would it? But these people operate in the darkness, and they hide their stuff, and they don't respond, you know, when media outlets reach out to them to ask questions. They simply don't respond. You know, just like the uh, Denver school that's having uh, People of Color Day at the, uh, the playground. Only people of color are allowed to be on the playground at certain times uh, of certain days of the week. These are Democrats pushing this nonsense, by the way. But when you call the Denver schools, uh, they just forward you on to some phone 
that's probably doesn't even have a phone connected to the line or it's sitting in a closet somewhere. They don't respond. They don't answer. And they're certainly not going to try to defend their positions publicly because they know it's evil BS. They operate in the darkness. Uh, Lisa Fink goes on to say schools educate children from diverse households and must respect the diversity of all students and cultures. Jennifer Alvey, a parent with children in Phoenix area public schools, said that she believes the programming told educators to subvert parents' wishes and said that immediately created a concern for her. What, what you, do you think? Do you think? Uh, yeah, that's kind of a red flag, don't you think? Hey, don't let your parents know what's going on. Keep this information from your parents. You know, read this and then burn it, right? Here's a memo. Read it. As soon as you read it, it's going to self-destruct. Burn it. Take it home. Bury it. Do whatever. Just don't let your parents know about it. As a parent, I have primary responsibility for raising my children. We'll get into that because you can raise your children all you want, Miss Alvey. But teachers are being taught how to erase what you teach and replace with their narrative and what they want your children to know. That's a fact. So again, she says, as a parent, I have the primary responsibility for raising my children. And anytime I see a training happening in our schools that tells the teachers to keep materials under the radar to act without regard for parents' involvement, immediately I'm going to have concerns. Well, that's because you have uh, common sense, Miss Alvey. Serena Campus, a spokesperson for the Arizona State Board for Charter Schools, told the Daily Caller that the board sends out, quote, many communications that contain a variety of information from state and federal agencies, local organizations, and more. See, that's their excuse. Oh, we're just an all-inclusive. We send out a ton of information. Well, see, they're told. That's how they're told to respond to parents. It's criminal. Goes on to say it is not used to promote any one organization or agency. That's a lie. Uh, but to provide as many resources as we can for our schools, campus said. She's an outright liar. She's a fraud. She needs to be called out for it. Glisten did not respond to the Daily Caller's request for comment. Of course not. They operate in the dark, and that's their MO. Now, <clears throat> There is a political uh, activist group, I mentioned it earlier in this video, here in Arizona called the Protect Arizona Children Coalition. And they're working to educate parents on what is taking place in our schools. And this is important. I'm uh, going to read a tweet, a thread that was posted on Twitter, and I'm going to have a link to that thread below this video. So you can go back and read it and do your own investigations and make up your own mind. But the tweet says this, Scottsdale Unified School District doesn't want parents doing a deep dive into who is sponsoring and supporting these clubs. Now, what clubs are they talking about? We're talking about uh, student-run clubs at schools, student-run clubs, right? Like chess club, backgammon club, uh, what it's like to be an eight-year-old transgendered club, you know, everything, uh, uh, everyday things that students are thinking about and are interested in. Now, the tweet goes on to say, are they just about the clubs? No, there's so much more. Here is what we learned when Glisten 
held their teacher training webinar in September. Now I'm going to bring up a picture of the memo. Now you're not going to be able to read it, uh, or maybe you can, I don't know, depending on uh, what you're watching this video on. Uh, you may be listening to the podcast too, but I will read the memo. This is a statement by Dr. Scott A. Menzel, Superintendent Scottsdale Unified School District from December 9th, 2021. Now pay attention. Students' rights to have differences of opinions, beliefs, and interests are protected in the United States Constitution and in Arizona statute. Students' rights, okay? Now, consistent with those rights, Scottsdale Unified School District does not regulate the viewpoints of student-initiated clubs. You see how they're getting around this? How they're operating in the darkness? how they're finding loopholes to teach and push LGBTQ plus nonsense and these pronouns and all this, this uh, idiocy, this fabricated crap. They're saying, well, it's just a student club and uh, the teachers have nothing to do with it. This isn't part of the normal learning process. And that's how they're trying to get away with it. So they're pushing this nonsense and these clubs have people from other like uh, LGBTQ uh, uh, organizations out in Arizona, they invite these parents, these adults to come in and talk to your kids. Even teachers are invited, these LGBTQ pushing leftist teachers are attending these clubs and pushing their nonsense. However, it's a student-regulated club or a student initiated club. So therefore it doesn't fall under the laws of Arizona. Well, I think uh, a good attorney would uh, beg to differ and hopefully the judge will agree. Uh, the statement uh, by Dr. Scott Menzel continues. We have athletic clubs, political clubs, and faith-based clubs in our schools. In addition to academic and philanthropic clubs, these clubs welcome anyone Participation in any club is voluntary. Recently, there have been targeted, uh, targeted attacks on student-created school clubs related to gender and sexual identity, sometimes called GSA clubs. The students who choose to participate in them have a legal right not to be bullied, intimidated, or otherwise targeted by adult members of our community, as well as uh, by any of their peers. Right. So it's all about safety. It's all about non-intimidation, non-bullying. But you see what they're doing. And we'll get into more details in just a moment. Pursuant to governing board policy, AC Scottsdale Unified School District is not and will not discriminate on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, including sexual orientation and transgender identity, disability, age, height, weight, marital or family status. Well, how many of your students are married? I'm just asking. Uh, let's see. Uh, religion, military status, ancestry, genetic information, or any other legally protected category, collectively protected classes in its programs and activities, including employment and opportunities. So again, they are using these student-initiated clubs to push their left-wing LGBTQ nonsense. And they're hiding behind that. And they're hiding behind uh, all of these protected classes to push it. 
a key value of Scottsdale Unified School District is inclusion. We create an equitable, equitable, there it is again, we create an equitable environment where everyone is respected, is treated with dignity, and has a sense of belonging. Except the people, except the people that disagree with this. You're not welcomed. You're not allowed to question this type of stuff. So as long as you buy into the narrative and you buy into this left-wing Marxist ideology, then you will be treated with dignity and a sense of belonging. But you oppose this type of stuff, stay the hell out. One important way to uh, nurture a sense of belonging is the establishment of student-initiated clubs Club participation, club participation is voluntary, and we support the many varied interests of our students. Not everyone is going to join a GSA club, a robotics club, or a religious club. What all clubs have in common is that they are based on student interests. They have a charter. They have a certified staff sponsor. Oh, so they do have a staff sponsor. So teachers are involved in this. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, and they meet uh, during non-instructional time. See, that's their little loophole. Oh, the teacher's there, and they're teaching sexual orientation and all this other crap, but it's during non-instructional time, even though instruction's happening. Uh, We are proud to support our diverse and student population. We also support our teachers who choose to sponsor and support students' clubs, as well as our administrators who make training opportunities available to staff so that they may better support students. And see, what they're saying there is the administrators who buy into this left-wing LGBTQ uh, crap, they're reaching out to different groups to bring in people to talk to these students and, and indoctrinate students so that they can continue to disagree or unlearn what the parents are trying to teach them at home. That's taking place. The Arizona Parents' Bill of Rights establishes the right of parents to make an informed school choice based on what they believe is best for their student or students, and we are honored that you have chosen Scottsdale Unified School District. If you have any specific questions about campus clubs, please direct them to us through Let's Talk. Yeah, I'm sure they get right on that. Now, back to the article. Take that down there. Back to the article, or the uh, the tweet. During the training, this information was presented by Michael Rady, who runs a project to get LGBTQ plus and non-binary and BIPOC to see, to quote, see themselves, end quote, in their curriculum. Glisten's Rainbow Library Project distributes books on relevant subject matter written by gay, non-binary, trans, etc. people. They have books in 1,500 schools in the country, but not in Arizona due to pushback. Parents are getting a say in what's being presented in the classroom. But listen. They're working to get around that. They're finding ways because they're sneaky little scumbags to get around it. Mr. Rady advised listeners to ask their school librarians to request a kit, which includes books, posters, and advertisements for their schools. He encouraged to get support for the Rainbow Library in multiple schools to make it harder for others to push back. Another option was to have teachers purchase their own books and have them available in the classrooms. Again, That's against the law. 
You're not allowed to have this type of crap in the classrooms. Some participants said they already purchased the books. So the, the, uh, the teachers, these little left-wing teachers, are already purchasing these books, and they already have them in their classrooms available for students to read. And that's during instruction time, non-instruction time. They're available all the time. They recommend teaching about non-binary. This is that uh, organization. They recommend teaching about non-binary for elementary kids with books such as The Mermaid and The Witch in the Sea. Is that what you want your kids to be learning about? Your little eight-year-old to be learning about The Mermaid and The Witch in the Sea? Maybe you ought to do some research on that book. Glisten, this organization opined that progressive uh, or progress of inclusive curriculum has stagnated possibly as a result of the political climate which demonstrates that parental involvement is being reflected in the classroom instruction to overcome this obstacle teachers must think about what level they can introduce it into the classroom not officially as an lgbtq plus lesson see what they're doing now, this effort violates state laws ARS 15721 and ARS 15-102A5. Here are some examples presented. Now, this is uh, GLSEN telling teachers what to do. One, have items available to incorporate into other lessons. In other words, incorporate LGBTQ into your history lessons, into your literature and into math. Okay. Number two, thematic lessons such as bullying or Holocaust lessons about how gays had to wear a pink triangle and Jews had to wear the yellow star. See how they're doing that? They're pushing their agenda into history lessons. Three, listen to this. Slip things in like Pete Buttigieg being an important politician and the fact that he has a husband and a family. So it's it's not important enough just to talk about Pete Buttigieg and his left-wing policies, but now we've got to talk about how important he is and the fact that he's got a husband. Again, introducing homosexuality into the classroom, but not really. Number four, drive the lesson home. This is all advice coming from GLSEN to teachers that are trying to promote LGBTQ lifestyles and trying to encourage students to be part of it. Let's not uh, beat around the bush. Now, they recommend teachers, one, be aware of the climate of the school and the community. So, you know, just uh, kind of watch who the parents are, you know, get a Get a feel for what's going on in, in uh, the classroom with your students. You know, maybe if you hear some of the students talking about Jesus or maybe talking about Donald Trump or Republicanism, eh, then you got you to gotta be a little careful, right? Be smart. Be aware of your climate. Be aware of your community. So just be smart. Two, you need to know that uh, that administration of the school will be standing behind you. So if you're going to go ahead and break the laws and you're going to be sneaky and you're going to just make sure that your administration is going to back you when you inevitably get busted. 
Number three, the climate is risky, but do it. So even though it's a little risky and you might get in some trouble, do it anyway. Have your own library under the radar. So buy the books, buy all this type of crap, push it on your students, make sure your students are aware that it's there, that it's available, but just kind of keep it under the radar, right? Don't advertise it uh, outside the classroom. What happens in my classroom stays in my classroom, right? Right, little Johnny? And number four, if you get caught, oh, apologize and move forward. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's better to ask forgiveness than ask permission, right? That's what they always say. If you get caught, apologize and move forward. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's move forward. Uh, no, you get caught and we're going we're gonna to insist that uh, you pay the price. And trust me, teachers, we're not going to give, uh, we're not going to give up. We're not going to just fall for an apology. You know, like uh, Katie Hobbs apologized for being a racist and well, it's time to move on now. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So if you're a public school teacher and you get paid with taxpayer money and you're pushing this type of crap on our kids under, you know, under the radar, we're going to come for you. Be ready. Number five, the kids are ready. The adults are pushing back. So that's what they're saying. Hey, the kids, man, they're open to this, guys. The kids, they're all about the queerness and transgenderedness and pronouns. The kids are ready. We've indoctrinated them. They're ready. But the adults, you know, they're going to be pushing back. So just be prepared. Make sure you have your, you know, your standard apology ready and just move forward for keeping your library under the radar. One comment illustrated how Glisten's efforts would undermine parental authority. One panelist said, quote, parents push their opinions on you. You need to unlearn it. Did you catch that? Parents push their opinions on you. You need to unlearn it. These parents that are watching out for their kids and they're raising their kids to be moral Christian, whatever, whatever faith, religion that they follow, they're raising their kids to have a certain ideology and a certain way at looking at life. But don't worry, we're going to help them unlearn it. And teachers, you have to unlearn it. Sounds like a re-education camp, maybe, for the future. Maybe they'll uh, pack the little kids in the school bus and take them out to some re-education camp where they can all be unlearned. One of the proposed benefits of inclusive curriculum was to normalize gender identities. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a quick video. Uh, it's a video clip from Glisten's Phoenix YouTube channel. Just a quick observation first, and let me bring this picture up. This is a snippet from Glisten Phoenix YouTube channel. The oldest video I found on the channel is uh, over three years old. But notice what's highlighted there. They've been able to find 36 subscribers in as many months. Doesn't seem to be a real popular organization, does it? This Glisten of Phoenix. 
Sorry about that. They don't seem to be real popular, yet they have so much power in our schools. Why is that? Very interesting. Uh, so anyway, I want to play this video for you. It's real quick. And uh, this is what's being pushed on our kids. And they're using clubs and other uh, undermining uh, tactics to push this nonsense on our kids. So watch this video. I understand that, you know, it's a lot of information at once. Uh, a lot of new terms that aren't completely understood. So we're just going to go over those and make sure that you know what they are because it's hard not to know things. It's hard not to know things. So what is non-binary? Non-binary is an umbrella term for gender identities that don't fall into the binary. So there's a cool little graphic right there um, with the transgender like umbrella because, you know, it's an umbrella term, which means that there's things under it. So under transgender, there's binary and there's non-binary. So binary are trans men and trans women. These are people who uh, are transgender and fall more under the binary, man and woman. But there is non-binary. So those are people who don't exactly fall into the binary. Mm. So some of those people may be agender. So that is a term for someone who doesn't feel like they connect to man or woman. For example, I am agender. Oh. I don't feel a connection to man, woman, or both. Do you want this I person like I'm neither. teaching your kids? Bigender is someone who feels that they are a mix of both man and woman. Demigender is someone who feels that maybe they're kind of a man or kind of a woman, yeah. but not really. Eh, <laughs> someone who is whatever. demigender might use he, they, or she, they pronouns. Oh. They feel a connection to man or woman, oh. but they also feel a connection to being a little a, bit of neither. A deer, maybe? Gender queer a is uh, undefined. Someone oh. who's not completely part of the binary. Oh, Maybe they don't understand agender or bigender and don't feel a connection to either of those, but mm. they also don't feel like a man or a woman. Oh. So they may use the term gender queer. Now, whatever pronouns someone uses, no matter how they identify, is up to them. And mm. even if you're a little bit confused, oh. I ask that you respect their pronouns because I'm it's confused. up to them. I'm very confused. And anybody that tries to follow this nonsense would be confused because that's exactly what it is. It's pure fabricated nonsense. And this is the type of crap and that video goes on and on and on about the, the spectrum of uh, uh, gender spectrum and all this other nonsense. It's totally fabricated, and it's meant to just poison the minds of your kids. And they're pushing this on kids as early as kindergarten. And that's why they say, well, hey, the kids are ready. The kids are ready for this crap. The parents aren't. But we've indoctrinated your these kids since they were in kindergarten, so they're ready. So just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Oh, and if you get busted, oh, just apologize and move on. The Protect Arizona Children Coalition believes it's important for parents and the community to be aware of the subversive tactics to expose and indoctrinate kids in the LGBTQ narrative while ignoring a traditional narrative. Schools educate children from diverse households and must respect the diversity of all students' cultures. 
We must review the classroom and school library, remind the teacher and administration that they must follow the opt-in laws regarding teaching sexuality. Guys, I hope you found this video helpful. I hope it was educational, and I hope that you guys, parents, are ready to stand up. I, I think you are, and I think we have been, but I think we need to take it to the next level. We've got to be heard and when there's teachers that are violating Arizona law and that they're trying to hide these libraries and they just want to apologize for it, no way. No way. We got to take them to the full extent of the law, throw the book at them, and make sure they never walk into another classroom as long as they live. 